0: Hi, and welcome to the Confidence in Business podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bench. This is a place where I hope you find inspiration, confidence in yourself, and actionable steps that you can take in your own business and life. So let's get started hi everybody welcome back to confidence in business so today in this episode i wanted to talk about the power of habit why we do what we do in life and business by charles duhigg so this is a book and i think it is amazing and very eye-opening in regards to how habits function and how we can change them and improve our lives changing our habits And implementing new ones I thought it like I said was very eye-opening very a very good read and I thought it was a perfect book to start out the year with since most of us most everybody in the world sets new goals and wants to um, strive for for things this coming year I thought this was a really good book to start out with as we are setting new goals and trying to implement a plan with that maybe some of these things in this book can help you in implementing your plan to achieve your goals. So there is there is so much good information in this book. I just wanted to touch on some things that really stood out to me and I would love to discuss it further with you in our Facebook group, Confidence in Business. We'll be, we can be talking about it all month. I would love to hear your thoughts and insights from this book. As I said, it was amazing, really eye-opening in regards to why I've been having issues changing certain habits in my life. This book was just really, really helpful in knowing Um, maybe how to come at a certain habit or different habits in a certain way and just how they function so let's get started he talks about there is a three-step habit loop like the basics of any of any habit are basically in these three-step loops so first there's a cue that kind of triggers the habit or the routine for the habit so there's a cue and the routine and then the reward whatever reward you feel or your brain feels after you have accomplished the routine. That is the basic three-step habit loop, cue, routine, and reward. And that in and of itself was so eye-opening to me because I guess, I mean, I never really thought about it before. Just, oh, I have a habit of doing something. I never realized that there was a reward that somehow somewhere in my brain or body was getting a reward from, from fulfilling this certain routine brought on by a cue, right? I just I, I just never thought of that. That in and of itself I think is really worth reading about from this book is The Habit Loop because that to me was like, wow, okay. Now I kind of understand a little bit better of how habits function and how I can change them. So then they, they talk about on page 78, it reads, if you identify the cues and rewards, you can change the routine, at least for most of the time. So we'll get into the next portion of this in just a second. Um, but yeah, that's just what he says. If you identify the cue, so what kind of triggers, triggers and set something in motion is the cue. If you could figure out, identify the cue and the reward, then all you need to do is change your bad habit slash bad routine. So you can keep the same cue. You can keep the same reward, get that same fulfillment, but just do something different. Something, uh, implement implement something to replace that quote-unquote bad routine or bad habit with a good routine or a good habit and then your brain or whatever still gets the fulfillment of the reward it's just a better habit implemented so like I said that in and of itself is like life-changing and so great because um, back on page 63 um, I forgot to mention this as they're talking about the three-step habit loop it reads at the top, the golden rule of habit change. You can't extinguish a bad habit. You can only change it. So that's the thing is we're always going to have whatever habits we've implemented, whether on purpose or not, but that doesn't mean that we can't change them and override them with better, new, more productive, stronger habits. But that was really eye-opening too, is it's like, you're always going to have that habit kind of implemented in, in you But you can always change and you can always change the routine and the behavior and you can always progress and you can basically, I'll say, kind of cover up that bad habit with a new habit that you implement. So again, that was really eye-opening too. Okay, so back on page 78, it says, I'll read it again. If you identify the cues and rewards, you can change the routine, at least most of the time. For some habits, however, there's one other ingredient that's necessary, belief. So then he um, has a couple different stories and ways of explaining this and he also um one of them is talking about aa and members of the aa and they um researchers wanted to believe by some people could stay sober and then when something terrible happened that they went back to their old routine and some people didn't um, their old routine of drinking and on page 85, it reads, once people learned how to believe in something, that skill started spilling over to other parts of their lives until they started believing they could change. Belief was the ingredient that made a reworked habit loop into a permanent behavior. So not only did they implement good habits and override the bad habits, but then when something terrible came along, they believed that they could continue to live sober. And they believed in something, whether that was something higher or... Or believed in themselves that they could continue to overcome that bad habit that is still there. So I thought that was really cool too. Um, so that's like another ingredient in in habit change is belief. Like I said, belief was the ingredient that made a reworked habit loop into a permanent behavior. And then building upon those, there was another. Thing that I want to just touch on briefly on page 100, they start talking about keystone habits. So, first, we have the, the basic three step habit loop, which is a cue, r- routine, and reward. And then sometimes you need to go deeper and you need to believe, you need to have belief in something bigger or believe in yourself that you can continue to be strong and to keep the new habits, etc. And then the next layer is a keystone habits. And again, he has a great story of explaining this keystone habit the main one of the main ones is mr o'neill i can't find his first name but he back in the day took over as the ceo for alcoa and his main goal main top priority was worker safety on every level Um, they they dealt with machinery and hot metal and it's kind of dangerous work but he wanted 100% safety. And so they implemented routines such as, you know, someone gets hurt, then the plant manager, whoever is the major in charge at that that site, needs to contact the CEO directly within 24 hours, as well as coming up with a plan to prevent that from happening. So Mr. O'Neill says, I knew I had to transform Alcoa. This is on page 100. But you can't order people to change. That's not how the brain works. So I decided I was going to start by focusing on one thing. If I could start disrupting the habits around one thing, it would spread throughout the entire company. So that's a Keystone habit, right? On page 108, it reads, O'Neill never promised that his focus on worker safety would increase Alcoa's profits. However, as his new routines moved through the organization, costs came down, quality went up, and productivity skyrocketed. If molten metal was injuring workers when it splashed, then the pouring system was redesigned, which led to fewer injuries. It also saved money because Alcoa lost less raw material in spills. If a sh- machine kept breaking down, it was replaced, which meant there was less risk of a broken gear snagging an employee's arm. It also meant higher quality products because, as Alcoa discovered, equipment malfunctions were a chief cause of subpar aluminum. So that, on page 109, it says, Keystone habits trigger that can trigger y- widespread change that's that's what a keystone habit is on page 109 it reads keystone habits offer what is known within academic literature as small wins they help other habits to flourish by creating new structures and they establish cultures where change becomes contagious that was another thing is if you're trying to set goals and figure out how to implement them you could even focus on keystone habits which are small wins and even just one one thing one small win from what You know, regarding this book, then that could that could spill over into other areas of your life too. So it's not about making huge, drastic changes all at once. You know, January first, I'm going to the gym five times a week for an hour every day. You know, for those five times, or I'm doing this or that. Like that is a huge, drastic change if you haven't even been working out at all. But if you, I mean, I I don't know. There's so many different. (laughs) keystone habits that you could start out with but you could you know uh, waking up early morning is a good one right or making your bed is a small win that's right from the beginning of the time you wake up a lot of people use that example but you know simple things like that like getting up five minutes earlier and then making it 10 minutes earlier that's a small win or making your bed that's a small win and as you compound on those and as you're consistent um, as they've been seeing with research in regards to this book it could potentially spill over into other areas of your life um, and improve other areas of your life as well just by implementing one keystone small win habit so i thought that was fascinating as well so i hope i wasn't jumping around too much i know i kind of did a little bit i hope you could still keep up with me again this is the power of habit why we do what we do in life and business by charles and. The the things that I got out most for me and most beneficial for me in regards to change and cha- changing my habits and uh, moving forward in life were the three step habit loop the cue routine reward if you can identify the cue and the routine or the cue and the reward then you can change the routine which potentially is the bad habit or bad behavior and then you can still get the you can still have the same cue still have the same reward you just need to implement a better a better habit in that routine and then one level deeper again is some of us or some habits you need to believe that you can still still keep those good habits even in midst of hard times so like the aa they had to some of these people believed that they could cope with stress without alcohol they had to believe that and really know that for themselves and believe that and that's what helped them uh stay sober in stressful times and then keystone habits which are small wins and by implementing just one small win or one small keystone habit, it can potentially spill over into other areas of your life and improve other areas of your life without you even possibly trying super hard, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So like I said, please head over on over to the Facebook group, Confidence in Business, and let me know multiple times too, what you've been reading in here, what you found really fascinating or valuable to yourself, to your life, to someone you know. I would love to hear about it and talk to you about it because I just thought this book was so amazing and so insightful, but very easy to follow and very easy to read along and kind of a guide of a simple way to implement new routines into our lives, especially as we plan for this upcoming year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Confidence in Business. I hope you found value in it. And if you did, please leave a positive review and share it with your friends so that they can start taking steps towards their dreams. I would also love for you to join our Facebook group, Confidence in Business, where we can all connect, build relationships, and get helpful insight from each other. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at Confidence in Business. I would love to connect with you there as well. Remember, you were put on this earth for a reason, and you were put on this earth to succeed, whatever that looks like for you. You have a desire in your heart, and the world needs to hear it. You got this, girl.